Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode will be weekly watch list number 27. I think, look, I did half a year last week, but now I'm starting to doubt myself whether this is week 27, because it's felt like the longest goddamn week in existence, and I haven't even watched that many films. So, yeah, this is going to be a very short episode, because I cannot be bothered talking, I cannot be bothered editing, I cannot be bothered with anything right now. So, first things first, I don't know what day it was, the 3rd of July apparently, I don't know what day date that was, I don't know what the date was, but yeah, on that day I watched The Princess, which is on Hulu or Disney Plus if you're in the UK. It's basically a medieval raid, alright, so it's in one location, it's about a princess that's got to get from top of a tower right down to the bottom, killing all of the guards on her way. It was alright, it was kind of fun, I mean it wasn't the best film and some of the performances were a bit cheesy, Dominic Cooper's okay, Joey King is fine as the lead princess but yeah it's not really as good as The Raid of course because The Raid is fantastic, I just think it could have been a bit fresher, could have had a bit more pizzazz to it, maybe had a bit more of a one take vibe to it but no didn't really do any of that so yeah it was it, it was fine I don't know then on the 4th of July okay so happy Independence Day I didn't really watch anything I was gonna go and see Top Gun but cinemas are busy now which is annoying so the only film I ended up watching uh, during the night I think it was was Zola so Zola came out last year no no what no what, what? no two years 2020 is it there's no way that came out july 2020 i thought that was 2021 anyway zola is based on the twitter story that came out from i don't know how many years ago i know it was on tumblr was it i can't remember no, i think it was on twitter yeah it must have been on twitter basically a woman zola meets this really crazy chick who tells her to come to florida to do dancing and stripping and whatnot and it all really goes off the rails from there it's very crazy it's very wild it's not for everybody but Riley Keough in this film does not get enough credit, but she is incredibly good in it. I think Taylor Page as Zola is really good, but Riley Keough is a fantastic actor, but she's very, very good in that film. Anyway, the day after this, it was Tuesday, you know what's coming, Top Gun Tuesday, I went back to see it at the cinema, Top Gun Maverick, yet again, fantastic, yet again I cried. It's simply the best film I've ever seen. And I'll speak about it later in the week because even though I didn't go back to see it, but the film I want to talk about, I feel like crying with how bad it looks. But then the second I see just a simple screenshot of Top Gun Maverick, doesn't even have to be a video or a GIF, just a screenshot, just a frame, a single frame of that film, and it makes me smile because Top Gun Maverick feels so real and scary and amazing and perfect, and it is the best film ever. Anyway, day after this, this week will meet. Right, I should mention my mum's been sick this week, so I haven't really had a chance to watch a lot. But she was watching Despicable Me, the first one. She also watched the second, but I didn't watch that with her. But I watched most of the first Despicable Me with her. So that was good to watch again, because it's actually a good film. I think that's probably the best one, which is a bit of a shame that it started off with the best, and then it all went downhill from there. But yeah, the first Despicable Me is a classic. Then the day after this, I watched Thor, Love and Thunder. So the 7th this came out and got released here in the UK. I think it was the 8th over in America, so we got it early. Um, and that's a shame we got it early because I wish I'd known sooner that it was going to be trash because I do think it might be the worst film I've seen all year. I think Minions, The Rise of Gru, I thought that was bad, but in all honesty, Thor, Love and Thunder makes that look fantastic. 
So what the hell did they do? <laughs> what did Marvel do to mess up Thor so bad? Right, it's Taika Waititi's fault. I'm blaming him. I'm blaming everybody involved because it's a film. I really, really hated Thor 4. So don't go and watch it. It's in cinemas now, but just don't bother. Really, don't bother. And then after this, I didn't write anything else down, but I can mention three more films. Blended. Right, I started watching Blended. I can't remember what night it was, but I actually, it might have been the seventh as well. Because after Thor, I was really just in need of something daft, but kind of fun. So I just thought, what Adam Sandler film can I watch? Because that is the definition of daft, but fun. So I watched Blended again for the first time in years. Um, yeah, it's not as good as 50 First Dates with Drew Barrymore as well. But I think Blended is actually kind of fun. And yeah, it's stupid and annoying. And the characters aren't good. The performances aren't really that much better. But Blended is sweet and funny and kind of heartwarming at times too but yeah it's adam sandler what do you expect anyway final day the 8th of july i watched two films i watched the sea beast on netflix which is brand new it stars carl urban and it's basically how to train a dragon meets pirates of the caribbean and to be fair it was a lot better than i thought it was going to be i wasn't really sure what to expect because it's another one of these films that sony made but then they sold it to netflix in order to probably save a lot of money because releasing it in cinemas i don't think i would have seen it in the cinemas and I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much because I did feel like it was a bit too long it is two hours and for a kid-centered film that is quite a hefty runtime but I do think the sea beast looks fantastic thought the performances were really good too I was kind of surprised by how good it was and how much I enjoyed it so maybe if you need a new kids film to watch on Netflix go and check out the sea beast because it was a lot better than I would have given it credit for if I hadn't watched it. So yeah, fair play to that. Then the final film of the week that I watched, even though I didn't fully watch it, but my dad was watching it and I caught most of it, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. So this was released way back when Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, it's stupid and it's annoying, but Jane Silent and Barber are kind of classics, so yeah, that, that was fine. I also haven't seen that in years, but apart from that, it's been a very quiet week, and I don't know why I haven't been to the cinema that much. I, well, I do know why, because my mum's been sick, but still, yeah, I um, I don't know why I haven't watched that much, but TV-wise, I watched and finished The Terminal List on Amazon Prime, so I started watching that on Friday, and I think I finished it on Monday. I enjoyed that a lot more than I thought I would. Right, the reviews have not been too kind to it. Chris Pratt stars in it, and it's basically a spin-off of Jack Ryan or Jack Reacher or whoever, that kind of Tom Clancy thing, but it's really fun, and Chris Pratt is fantastic in it. He's so dark. It's a completely different performance to what we're used to seeing from Chris Pratt, and I love that because there's one line in particular that I wrote down, I think, but he says something like, Taylor Kitsch co-stars in it, and look, it's kind of predictable, sure. You know that certain actors are typecast, and you know exactly where their trajectory is going go but there's one line when taylor asks chris blood or answers and then he just looks down and he's like blood i'm like damn that's pretty dark i like that so if you want to watch a really dark and gritty like really gritty action thriller series go and check out the terminal list on amazon prime because that was fantastic i really really enjoyed it so yeah that's kieran's recommendation tv wise i also finished the boys season three should have a review for that coming out soon hopefully if i record it but i think the finale was really good i think pacing wise was a little bit weird how they structured it but ultimately i found it very satisfying in the end i think some of the character choices and the editing was interesting to say the least but i can totally understand 
understand why they did what they did. So I was a huge fan, and I always will be a huge fan of The Boys, because it's the best show on TV. So The Boys Season 3, all of that is streaming now on Amazon Prime as well. So basically, go and check out Prime, because they've got a ton of great TV shows right now. But also, what else did I watch? I can't even remember. Any other TV? Finished Stranger Things last week. I think that's it. Jesus, it's been a quiet week. Miss Marvel finishes next Wednesday, so I'm probably going to start and finish that hopefully then, so I can just binge it. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's everything. So with that, all that's left me to do is say what you can watch this week. You can watch The Boys, all eight episodes of Season 3, streaming now on Prime. The Terminal List, once again, I would highly recommend that. The Sea Beast on Netflix, Blackbird on Apple TV+, Plus, which is a prison drama starring Tarrant Edgerton and Ray Liotta in one of his final roles, which is kind of sad uh, apart from that uh, Thor Love and Thunder forgot about that that's in cinemas but don't go and watch it I think that's me done I'm sorry yeah just go and see if there's anything else but I don't honestly think there is so with that I've been Kieran this has been weekly watch list number 27 almost forgot and I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle The Truth